So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and this morning I'll be continuing our brand new series called Have You Received the Spirit Yet? It's a series devoted to what it means to live a life empowered by the Holy Spirit. This idea or the idea for the series comes from, firstly, this current season that we're in as a church globally, where we look towards what's known as Pentecost, the pouring out of the Holy Spirit, uh, 50 days after Christ ascended into heaven. It's a really uh, significant part of our faith journey. Uh, So that's the first part. And secondly, the idea for the series comes from this exact question uh, that is asked by the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 19 to a group of disciples in the town of Ephesus, uh, where he asks them if they have if they have received the Holy Spirit when they believe. So overall, it's a very important conversation, I think, for us as Christ followers. And I would encourage you to listen to Pastor Israel's message yesterday as he introed the series for us and set up the outline. And then for our time together this morning, we're going to build on that conversation and look at some verses from Acts chapter 19 uh, and take a closer look at John's baptism of repentance and how this links with this question of have you received the Spirit yet? and why that's important for us today. I think it's safe to say that the uh, concept or the idea of the practice of repentance has often been misunderstood in the church, and in that a lot of people, myself included, uh, weren't exactly sure what we were repenting of and when we should repent, how often, and what we were turning towards in its place. Perhaps someone also had a very um, vague or unclear understanding of what repentance was. Because this, this idea seemed to be that if you sinned after receiving Christ, that you had to repent and receive salvation again and again and again. Otherwise, you were in trouble of losing your salvation because of those uncon- unconfessed sins that you hadn't repented of. And then, of course, the question was, once you had repented from, from sin, what then? What was the next step in living out the freedom that Christ purchased for you so that you were no longer characterized by a life of sin, but a life a new creation life by the Spirit. Well, this is where the conversation between Paul and these early disciples comes in, where we clearly see the role of the Holy Spirit in empowering us, setting us up for a life of pleasing God. That's that second step, having moved past the repentance from sin to receive salvation and then continually being changed from salvation's power in Christ. That second step is where, is where this comes in. It's the changing of one's mind the going in another direction, the direction that, that God has empowered us to go in idea. So let's, let's recap quickly on our key scripture from Acts chapter 19. And then I'm going to read a, a passage from John chapter 1 as well and then pick up this conversation. Acts 19 verses 1 to 7 says, While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul traveled through the interior regions and came to Ephesus. He found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? There's the question. No, they told him, we haven't even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Into what then were you baptized, he asked. Into John's baptism, they replied. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people that they should believe in the one who would come after him, that is in Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they began to speak in tongues and to prophesy. Now there were about 12 men in all. Wonderful story. And then in John chapter 1, it kind of links with this idea. Uh, This is where Christ is baptized. And in verse uh, 32, and John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he rested on him. I didn't know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water told me 
The one you see the Spirit descending and resting on, he is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. So here we have some amazing verses and we see really clearly how important it is for us as Christ followers to receive the full picture of the gospel. That while we receive the full presence of the Holy Spirit in the moment of salvation, we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Jesus' baptism, to fuel us for the journey of faith that God calls us to. And you see, while we repent from sins to salvation once at the beginning of our journey, we continually turn to Christ through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to live for Him and from Him throughout our journey. And this is a really, really important idea. You see, these, these early disciples, they had stopped at that first step. They had received the news of repentance, John's baptism, the message he came to pronounce, this instruction almost to turn from something. But then having turned from something, they needed the Spirit to help them, to show them how to turn to something. John looked towards Christ. You see, he, 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 looked, he anticipated his coming and we now have received Christ and the Spirit and look forward towards our inheritance. I wonder how many times, this is the question that I wanted to ask us this morning, I wonder how many times in our spiritual journeys we do the same. We stop at the first hurdle, the first step of ending something, stopping something, leaving something behind, getting to the starting line of something new. And those are all no doubt valuable steps. But like these disciples mentioned in Acts chapter 19, may we never forget that God is calling us to live a life energized and empowered by the Holy Spirit from there. Leaving something behind is not the final step. Once we have left the old life behind, we have to pick up the new life because that is where we make the difference and see God move in us and, and, and through us to fulfill our calling as his followers. Let's get practical for a moment. We've not only got to stop using bad language, we've got to start using heavenly language and start speaking life and encouraging others. We shouldn't only move past some bad relationships and leave bad relationships that are harmful behind. We've got to then surround ourselves with people that are good, that, that are healthy, that do bring out the Christ-like character in us. We shouldn't stop short at just not wasting time anymore by doing you know, meaningless things. We should redeem the time by serving God with every minute of every day. There's that second step involved in this conversation. And here we can see how receiving salvation and working out salvation go hand in hand. We receive the Spirit at salvation, being baptized by Him and then being fueled by Him for the journey ahead. That's what sanctification is all about. And you see this baptism, like we read in this text of the Holy Spirit, was often accompanied by immediate expressions or manifestations of the, the gifts of the Spirit, as we see in this text. And while that's not the ultimate deciding factor, the principle of empowerment needing to happen by the Spirit as fuel for the journey is what's important. In fact, Jesus instructs his disciples to not only to, 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 to not leave Jerusalem rather until they have received the Spirit's power. That's in Luke chapter 24. It's crucial for our spiritual development to move past step one, the repentance of sin, into step two, which is to receive the empowerment and baptism of the Holy Spirit to help us live out the freedom that we have received from Christ. So I hope that we have received an encouraging reminder this morning to let us move forward in the wonderful salvation that we have received from Christ and trust Him and allow the Holy Spirit to work in us and equip us to working out the salvation for God's glory. Let's take a moment, uh, friends, and wrap up in a word of prayer together. Father, we thank you so much uh, that you have given us your spirit uh, to equip us and empower us for this journey. And Father, we 
Thank you so much that we have received this wonderful gift of salvation through you. Father, teach us to work out the salvation through that leading of your spirit. As we continually renew our minds, moving in the direction that you are calling us to do. Jesus, thank you that you have given us the strength to leave some things behind. And we also ask for strength to pick up new things. We've put off the old man. Let us put on the new man that's made in your image. Jesus, thank you so much for the privilege of having you as our leader, our role model. And we fix our eyes on you to work this out all the days of our lives. We thank you so much for your blessing that's over this day and we receive it, Father, and give the glory back to you because every good and every perfect gift comes from you. Thank you so much, Lord. We pray this all in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Thank you so much, Father's House family. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and we'll see you again tomorrow morning for daily devotions. God bless.